Well, hello, and welcome to the 5511 Podcast. My name is Jonathan Edders. Today is Good Friday, and although Resurrection Sunday is just a couple days away, when we celebrate that our Lord has victoriously conquered death, today is a day when we remember that Jesus was brutally beaten and crucified on the cross to establish a new covenant in his blood and forgive us of our sins. So before we continue our study in Galatians, I want to read from Hebrews chapter 9, verses 11 through 15 and 24 through 28. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. For Christ has entered not into holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true things, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf, Nor was it to offer himself repeatedly, as the high priest enters the holy places every year with blood not his own, for then he would have had to suffer repeatedly since the foundation of the world. But as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful promise that is there in Hebrews, that Jesus, our great high priest, has offered himself as a pure, spotless sacrifice to forgive us of all of our sins once for all. And he has entirely and completely atoned for our sins. And he is coming back. And when he comes back, it's not to deal with sin all over again. He has taken care of that. But he comes back to save those who are eagerly awaiting him. Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to continue on with our study in Galatians. And we're going to pick up in verse 11. And in this part, we're going to see that the Apostle Paul is continuing to make his case to the Galatian church 
of why the gospel that he brought to them is the pure gospel, that it is the complete gospel, and it doesn't need to be added to. So picking up in Galatians chapter 1, verse 11, and we're going to read through the rest of the chapter. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people. So extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then, after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and remained with him fifteen days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. In what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only were hearing it said, He who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God because of me. So there's a few things that we can take notice of here. First, going back to verse 11, Paul says that the gospel that he has preached is not man's gospel. And in verse 12, he says he received it by direct revelation from Jesus Christ. And a few more verses down, he says he didn't go to Jerusalem to the other apostles to be taught by them after he received this revelation. He didn't go and get instruction from anybody else. It's not man's gospel. Paul's saying, I didn't come up with this. I didn't get it from the apostles. I got it directly from Jesus Christ. And so the gospel that I have brought to you is coming directly from the Lord himself. And he goes on to say, remember who I am. I wasn't always the Apostle Paul. I was Saul, the persecutor of the church. I was advanced in Judaism. I was zealous of the traditions of the fathers. And so these people who are coming in after me, who are saying that you need to follow the law of Moses, they didn't even follow the law of Moses as well as I did. And so if anybody is going to come to you and preach to you about the righteousness of the law, don't you think it would be me? But I haven't come to you with that. I've come to you with the righteousness that comes by faith. Because that is saving 
righteousness. That is righteousness before God. And this is what I've brought to you because this is what Jesus gave to me. Now, we could beg the question here, why is it so important to Paul to point out all these things? Why is it so important to Paul to contend for the purity of his gospel as compared to the gospel of the Judaizers? Because remember, the Judaizers did not deny Christ. They affirmed belief in Christ. They said, yes, you need to believe in Jesus, his sinless life, his crucifixion, his bodily resurrection, and do these few other things in order to be saved. So if they affirm belief in Jesus, is Paul simply arguing over secondary doctrines? Well, Paul doesn't seem to think so. Paul is saying that what the Judaizers are adding has foundational implications on the gospel. So much so that to believe what the Judaizers are saying is to deny the true gospel. And this is instructive for us. Just because someone affirms belief in Jesus doesn't automatically mean that the gospel they preach is the true gospel. Things that we may be tempted to label as secondary have foundational implications on the gospel itself. This is why it's so important for us to be in the word for ourselves, so that we can recognize when there's a deviation from what God has said in scripture. If we aren't in the word, then it is very easy for us to be drawn away just like the Galatians were. Talking about this same thing, Luther in his commentary says, if it were not for the example of the Galatian churches, I would never have thought it possible that anybody who had received the word of God with such eagerness as they had could so quickly let go of it. Good Lord, what terrible mischief one single false statement can create. The article of justification is fragile, not in itself, of course, but in us. I know how quickly a person can forfeit the joy of the gospel. I know in what slippery places even those stand who seem to have a good footing in the matters of faith. In the midst of the conflict, when we should be consoling ourselves with the gospel, the law rears up and begins to rage all over our conscience. I say the gospel is frail because we are frail. What makes matters worse is that one half of ourselves, our own reason, stands against us. The flesh resists the spirit, or as Paul puts it, the flesh lusteth against the spirit. Therefore, we teach that to know Christ and to believe in him is no achievement of man, but the gift of God. God alone can create and preserve faith in us. God creates faith in us through the word. He increases, strengthens, and confirms faith in us through his word. Hence, the best service that anybody can render God is diligently to hear and read God's word. On the other hand, nothing is more perilous than to be weary of the word of God. Thinking he knows enough, a person begins little by little to despise the word until he has lost Christ and the gospel altogether. 
And so here we can see the greatest reason for us to read the Bible. The greatest reason for us to feast on the Word of God is not so that we can point out false teaching, although that is necessary and we need to be equipped to do that. But the greatest reason for us to be in the Word is so that we can have assurance of our salvation in Christ. God creates faith in us through the Word. Remember what Jesus prayed in John 17, 17? He said, Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. The word sanctify there means to take something filthy and make it pure. And that's exactly what God does when he saves us. And Paul points out in Galatians 1, 15 and 16 here, he describes how God saves. He said, But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles. God saves according to his grace and because it brings him pleasure to save. And in verse 24, Paul points out the reason. Because it glorifies God to do so. And so we can have confidence and assurance through reading the word, through hearing God's promises, that we have salvation apart from our works and completely dependent upon Jesus dying on the cross on our behalf. So until next time, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey there, this is Jonathan Edders. Thank you for tuning in to the 5511 podcast. The 5511 is a devotional podcast that gets its name from Isaiah 5511, where God promises that His Word will do His work. The heart behind this podcast is to hear and receive God's promises day by day as He has revealed them in His Word, the Bible. You can connect with us on Facebook at the 5511 Podcast.